Oom ba loom ba doobity doo. I have another puzzle for you. You oom ba loom ba doobity dee dee. If you were wise, you'll listen to me. What do you get when you guzzle down sweets? Sweet eating as much as an elephant eats. Eat. What are you at? Getting terribly fat. What? Do you think will come of that? That I don't like the looks of this. Hoompa loompa doopity do. Shout out to the loom. What a hard song for freaking. What is it? Willy Wonka. Shout out to Willy Wonka. Rest in peace, Gene Wilder. Uh, welcome. Oh, freak. Oh, welcome back to this podcast. One man, one tree in a hill. It's a podcast about being alone with your own thoughts, and we're not alone with our own thoughts. We make time caps with the most amazing people on the planet that I met, and when we're not doing that, ladies and gentlemen. We review the. <laughs> The great show, One Man, One Tree, and oh, I mean One Tree Hill, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, two-time wrestling champion, stand-up comedian, Jared Waters, and we'd like to introduce our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is sponsored by Old Hillside Bourbon Company. Now, Old Hillside Bourbon Company, ladies and gentlemen, is a company created out of love for bourbon. Bourbon is a type of alcohol, friendship, camaraderie, and the idea of quality time, great conversation, enjoying good spirits brought this team together. Our vision is fueled by optimism, integrity, and a sense of responsibility to build a successful house, a bourbon brand that people can cherish and love. Our story is unique. We're all a collective group of individuals from different career backgrounds. This is our strength as we're able to apply our professional experiences to provide an unmatched service to our customers. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our sponsors, O Hillside Bourbon Company. And I don't even drink, but I'll take a shot of this, ladies and gentlemen. All right, back to uh, we're in a new we're in a freaking blizzard, ladies and gentlemen. New York City, we're in a blizzard. And if you're in the southern states, you're not in the blizzard. And wherever you listen to in the world, you're probably not in the blizzard. We realize we have a big, uh, a big Arabic. I wouldn't say Arabic, I say Mediterranean. Mediterranean? Yeah, a fan base out there. A lot of people listen to the podcast out there. We got a Libya, Libya, and you guys probably don't know, but inside New York City, we're inside a blizzard. Snow's all over the ground, 24 inches of snow. And it's that type of snow that, that after it snows, it's that water all over, so there's a lot of flooding. Not as much flooding, but it's like that. And also, New York City is now in... I don't even know what it's called, but we are now opening our restaurants back up to 25% capacity on Valentine's Day. And you know that's a freaking money grab because you know people got to spend money on Valentine's Day. But uh, that's what's happening in New York City. Uh, the Governor Cuomo has slowly opened up the city, which is good because a lot of people are freezing. But the virus is still out there, so please wear your mask. Get vaccinated if you believe in that. If not, uh, have O-positive blood. And if you don't have O-positive blood, uh, stay inside, ladies and gentlemen. Or when you stay outside, cover yourself. But I am not a doctor at all. Let's go uh, shout out to the birthdays. We want to shout out to our friend Alona Smiling. Ladies and gentlemen, she'll be, uh, she's 49. We want to (laughs) shout out to her. Uh, It's her birthday. Shout out to my homie Desiree Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, excuse me, darling. You got to make sure you can. You got to take out the maiden names. Desiree Darling, it's her birthday. And my boy Carlos Lopez. It's so dope seeing people that you you grew up together with just doing dope stuff, man. Uh, freaking D, she's in the military doing her freaking thing. It's so inspiring just seeing people, just exploring the world, seeing life through their eyes. I can't wait to get them on the podcast. Um, Carlito, <laughs> me and this fool go back. Dang, we go back freaking, we go back a while, man. I think I remember, I think last time I was like, we, every birthday we call each other and during Christmas we call each other on the holidays. We probably miss each other's calls, but we look forward to hearing each other's voicemails and stuff. And uh, I met Carlos, 
I think when I was 11 years old or 12, I think I was 12 years old. And I remember his, his stepdad, Donnie, he said, Carlos, son, I'll get the buckaroo belt. Do you think I'm playing, son? This is really a buckaroo belt. And, <laughs> and uh, a lot of wild, wild adventures. Uh, I, I wasn't even a basketball player playing basketball and all this stuff like that. And we've remained friends made friends and seeing him as a father and a husband is really inspiring seeing how he loves his kids and stuff like his twin boys and he has a daughter and seeing him and his wife and stuff like that it's very inspiring for me you know i don't have any kids yet but uh when i do populate the earth i pray that i have twins i pray that i have uh, just a bunch of kids a bunch i'm talking joe jackson type but happy birthday to these two people wonderful people happy birthday to alona uh sadder news uh last week you know sometimes i um Saturday news, rest in peace to uh, the homie Amy Lopez, her grandmother passed away. And I found it unique. Uh, she wrote this status, and uh, I know this podcast is about being alone for your own thoughts, but I'm really inspired by other people's statuses, what she wrote. She's talking about um, her grandmother passing away, and I'm going to read it. She goes, I used to get upset and even high when my dad would take out pictures. After pictures, I was in Honduras these past days because of the root of our tree. My grandmother was called into heaven. Looking through so many photos and videos, I can only be thankful. We all shared them, and we all laughed, and we all cried together. It was unexplain. It was an un- excuse me. Let me stop reading. It was an unexplainable relief to take millions of pictures and have videos, regardless of the attitudes. Because now that I'm a parent, I see why. Thank you for the beautiful memories to my family. I love you all so much. Mommy is in a better place now. Grief is real, but with a village by your side, grief becomes a moment of laughter right after tears. That's amazing, man. And that's why I'm inspired by that because it's just like I record everything and I know people get upset with me like, Jerry, put down your camera. But I'm like, these are moments that we're making for life, man. Think of all those pictures she has with her grandmother to show her son and be like, this is your grandmother. And I think pretty sure her son's like, I don't know how old her son is, but I'm pretty sure there's pictures of her and her son together recording her and her son. And it's amazing seeing her as a mom just loving her boy, man. So prayers up to them, what they're going through. Uh, also news in the world. Uh, Jeff Bezos just stepped down from Amazon as a CEO and became an executive chair. Uh, something probably has happened, right? When CEOs step down, either he's about to get in trouble, he either hit somebody, he probably did something corrupt, but he's the rich, he's not even the richest man in the world. Elon Musk is. So we'll see what's happening with, um, with uh, what's, what company is it? I got producers here. Oh, Amazon, Amazon. Now we got, uh, now we're inside a studio right now. We're in a studio, we freaking muster all our way inside this cold ice. We're inside a studio and they're just feeding me uh, important information. So uh, that's that's what we're doing That uh, A lot of people ask me, what do I think about GameStop? A lot of emails about GameStop. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I have a dude that does like, we do stocks and stuff like that, but I really, I am a pirate, meaning that I'm a part of like the Reddit community where we illegally download stuff and they leak things and I, you know, like I knew about Star Wars before it happened. We were inside this community where they, they leaked the movie, they leaked the scripts, and I'm, I don't know. I, I am that type of guy that just like, I I like, I like spoilers. Like I like knowing things already. Even if I know what's going on, I'll still be shocked watching it. But I was the type of dude that would plan my own birthday party to be and then still act like, oh my God, you guys came for me. Oh my God, this is so sweet. But I love like stuff like that. So like I got an, I got really plugged into the community in college. This African dude, I went to college with. I can't name his name, but uh, he got me into like this black market world of just like cyber stuff. And I'm not as good as everybody else, but I know how to move around it. And he showed me, and I remember he said, "Whatever you do, don't 
make a profit out of it. Just do it for your own personal use. So a lot of these guys would like exchange different games and stuff like that. But then my boy, he showed my boy how to do it. And then my boy got a call from the FBI because he was <laughs> he made a freaking store and was selling DVDs and everything else. This is like 2009, 10. He was selling. I can't. I don't even know if it's implemented enough. But he was doing some wild stuff, and they're like, you know what? Come on back. And they did a copyright infringement, but he had to. He had to cough all that stuff up. But yeah, I got into that world, and um, I'm in the community. But uh, I really didn't know. I didn't. I understood. I understood what they were saying, but I was like, ah, the stock market is risky. But that was a smart move. To shout out to all these, shout out to these Reddit users. I love these amateur things. I love it when the power goes back to the people. I love that. I love when the people can determine what they want, right? For example, this girl, not this girl, this woman. This woman's name is Amy Cooper. Now, Amy, oh, hold on. That's that's the, <laughs> Amy Cooper is the Karen that uh, was telling people for the black dude bird watching. Sarah Cooper. Sarah Cooper, I've been talking to her a lot. Sarah Cooper, I used to see her in New York City, right? Uh, and this was maybe five years ago, doing shows and stuff like that. And, you know, still beating the pavement, you know, seeing her around, stuff like that. We would just fist pump high and by and watching and literally taking the people, the people really gravitate towards her TikTok videos. And she didn't know it was going to blow up like she did. She just started one thing and everybody wanted more. And the crazy thing about her TikTok video, she impersonates uh, former President Trump. That's not even, that's only a smidget of her talent. You know, like that's that's how talented she is, right? But she took this small talent, right? This this you know she she was making fun or whatever. I didn't really, we haven't really spoke like that. She's definitely super busy or whatever. But think about that, and went to the people. And now the people decided like we want more of Sarah Cooper. She's got a book deal, got a show coming out, and just being prepared for that moment. So I don't know why I brought that up. Oh. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Oh, how the Reddit people have taken when the power goes back to the people. So hopefully then they shut down Robinhood and shut down these apps. And you know what? Things change. And I think it has to happen. Sometimes F these hedge funds, you know, unless I get one. But <laughs> they lost a billion dollars, but ain't no telling. You're betting on a company to fail. That's F'd up. Oh, I forgot. Uh, rest in peace to Screech. Man, a lot of deaths. Rest in peace to Screech, Dustin Diamond. I met Dustin Diamond in Orlando. He used to come to an open mic. Was it the other bar open mic? He didn't come, but he was a stand-up comic at the end. I'm not going to say bitter, but he didn't really, I guess he didn't like the way he was treated on Saved by the Bell. And it's, it's cool seeing how him and uh, A.C. Slater patched it up before they passed away. But, uh, yeah, that sucks. Like, you know, being a being a child, a child uh, child star dying that early, that's, that's super early to die. You know, it's sad, especially cancer. Cancer is just, ugh. Said he felt it in his whole body. I'm going to read what they reported about. All right, they said Dustin Diamond, best known for playing the lovable character Samuel Screech Powers, NBC and sitcom Saved by the Bell, uh, has died and declined last week. He has had stage four lung cancer. Golly, stage four lung cancer. Uh, you know, rest in peace. You know, when some people make, when they make art that infects you, affects you, that's why I get why people are doing that. But, you know, uh, sad to see him go. Cicely Tyson, the great Cicely Tyson, passed away. Holy so much so many deaths she's louise 2021 uh cicely tyson passed away but for this one it was more of a a, a legacy you know she was 90 96 years old 96 years old and when i say lived a full life lived a full life uh i want to read something that she said about 
about getting paid. And this is an excerpt from her book. And if I, I encourage everyone to get her book, that's crazy. She waited till her 90s to put out her biography. And some people just put out their, their biography at 50 or 30. This is her from her biography. Everyone's got a tale about Tyler Perry's generosity. 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 But Cicely Tyson by but Cicely Tyson just might have everyone beat. These two black icons in black Hollywood have been friendly ever since her role in 2005, A Diary of a Mad Black Woman. In those years since, they built a friendship spanning six films, and when he heard about how little she was paid for Sonder and the autobiography of the Miss Jane Pittman, his mouth fell open. And that, she writes, she goes, from then on, he decided to double, quadruple, and triple my salary and my asking price for any role he requested that I play. He's making me rich and loved as well. Tyson is the grandmother of Perry's son, Amon. You should see that child and me down on the carpet together, holding hands, doing handstands with a nervous Tyler Perry standing behind us, making sure I don't crack my neck. What a joy it is to know Tyler Perry. I felt like that. Hearing stuff like that makes it amazing. I love when older people get that last lap around the basin being celebrated for the artwork that they've done. You know, she's done. She was married to Miles Davis. Let's read a little bit of her autumn. This is from W. Kwame Bao, a fun funnel comedian. Emmy Tony Award-winning actress Cicely Tyson, who was distinguishing herself in theater, film, and television, has died. Last Thursday afternoon, she was 96. I've managed Miss Tyson's career for over 46 years, and each year was a privilege and a blessing. Larry Thompson Cicely thought thought of her new memoir as a Christmas tree decorated with all the ornaments of her personal and professional life. Today, she has placed the last ornament and the star on top of her tree is her life. Her memoir, Just As I Am, was published Tuesday. Tyson broke into movies in 1959 and Harry Belafonte's film Odds Against Tomorrow, followed by the comedians and the last angry man, a man called Adam the Heart is a Lonely, refusing to be a black, refusing, excuse me, refusing to participate in the black exploitation movie. She became a popular in the 1960s and the late 80s, and she waited until the 1972 to return back to the screen of Sonder, which captured several Oscar nominations, including one of Tyson's best roles as best actress. Tyson received the Oscar nomination in 1973 for Martin Ritz Sonder and an honorary Oscar in 2018. Variety of reviewers of AD and Fuzet. Oh, excuse me, sorry, here we blitzing through this. Here comes the most important part. Excuse me. In television, she nabbed a recurring role as a black album, East Side, West Side, and the autobiography, 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 autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. She was nominated for 16 times of her career. Best Supporting Actress in the Oldest Living Confederate Widow tells it all. Wow, Confederate Widow. The actress became a household name thanks to her starring role in Miss Jane Pittman, the TV movie which starred a hundred and which was a 110-year-old woman recalls her life required to portray her heroine over a nine-decade period. Writing about Miss Tyson's performance is amazing. Well, they said she leaves behind, oh, she leaves behind a daughter. Her daughter, when she was, she had a daughter when she was 17 years old. She was the godmother to Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz, having been friends with his mother, Roxy Roker, as well as Denzel Washington's daughter, Kataya, and Tyler Perry's son, Oman. Tyson was an honorary of Delta Sigma Theta, and her memoir, Just As I Am, was published. And wow, that's good. She said her final interview, Gail, she said, I've done my best, and that is all. That's amazing, man. That's amazing when people get that last lap around the base. And I think it's good that we're starting to do that. I hope people do that for George Wallace, Sinbad. As Sinbad has, um, oh, he's not going to die anytime soon, but I'm saying like when these old people that have entertained you for a long time, when they get that final lap, when they link up with the next generation of creators and they keep pushing it there. I think hope that happens. Uh, but rest in peace to all these wonderful people that passed away, man. Rest in peace to that. 
Shout out to Tyler Perry, man. Uh, amazing, amazing that. Also want to say congratulations to my dog, Tawanda Ghana. He just got a job writing for Showtime. Uh, he writes for, oh, not writing. He um He's the editor for Jesus and Meryl. That's dope. I met, I think, Jesus, Jesus or Meryl. I think I met Meryl. Meryl was a black one. No, Jesus, Jesus is the black dude. I met him and I think I, I met him at the Eddie Murphy uh, SNL party when we dapped it up. Uh, really cool guy. He's, he stood in hell court for a minute. A uh, really cool guy. Shout out to my dog Tawanda. Just got a spot. And with this snowstorm, it's still storm right now. Currently, it's Tuesday. It's uh, Groundhog's Day, and the groundhog was just revealed that we got six more weeks of w- winter. I bind that up in the name of Yahshua Hamashiach. Hopefully, we don't have winter that long. But uh, uh, yeah, it was freaking Monday. All shows canceled. You know, freaking because you know we're outside, so shows were canceled. So I literally sat here, wrote, uh, wrote, exercised at the house, did my Tybo workouts, and uh, a lot of things were closed down. And then. I watched this. I watched the WWE Royal Rumble. That's the first time I watched wrestling in a long time. Shout out to this EST, this uh, this g- woman EST wo- Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair won. Uh, she won the Royal Rumble. It's dope seeing just back in the day there were no black women in wrestling at all, and now there's like a whole bunch of them. Well, it's like three or four, but that's still that's still a lot. And then I watched her come through NXT. I just like been just googling her. Let's listen to a little clip. This is when she got, uh, when she made her debut. Her crying, meeting Triple H. Here we go. It's very quiet, so don't tell all these cameras and everything. But um, right after WrestleMania, you'll be starting the Monday Night Raw. I just needed something. I needed what's next. What's next for Bianca Belair? The words that Hunter said to me is just is, is validation. If you love something, <laughs> let it go. I understand. Thank You'll come you. back now and then, which means you were always ours. If you would have told that me a year ago that I would be here now, I would cry. I would be happy. In that moment, it, it would make sense to me. I know my potential, and I know who I am. So Bianca Belair started NXT. So if you don't NXT, it's like the JV. Uh, it's the JV before you get to WWE. Triple H just took this this task on. He's developing new talent. So all the new talent really much comes through him, and he develops the talent, and then they go up to the WWE, and then they make pretty much that. So these are like one of his students, I guess. And I was watching, and I was like, man, who is this? And I was like, man, she won. And it's dope just seeing women, because back when I watched wrestling, like women, they they didn't really. It was just China, and that was it. China, Lita, and they didn't have like a divas. They they called them WWE divas. They didn't have just like a women's division, and they had a girly belt, like a butterfly belt. What? Just all sexist, but it's dope seeing them like you know compete. Only I do miss. I do miss when co-ed would be wrestling. Back in the day, China would be effing up people, but now you'll never see a dude. <laughs> wrestle a woman on TV. They're like, so I bet Vince McMahon gets so many letters. But, you know, you got credit to Vince McMahon. He was one of the first companies that went all in on streaming. He was kind of ahead of his time to be like, you know, there's no network that's really going to do it. So he went all in on streaming for his pay-per-views. So he developed the WWE Network, and I just happened to be watching it. And then after that, we're sitting in a snowstorm. I watched this documentary about Yokozuna. 
Yokozuna, ladies and gentlemen, Yokozuna was a Samoan, Samoan wrestler, but they called him Rodney, Rodney, and Rodney from the West Coast, and it was amazing uh, watching him, but sad, so sad watching this documentary, how he got so big that he just kind of died. He was, they said he, the heaviest he ever got was 600 pounds. That is crazy, 600 pounds. So in the beginning, he was, you know, he got big. He was like the 500 pound. He was light and he could move and stuff like that. And he was this big, larger than life draw. And then they said he kept eating. He got slower. And they pretty much said, like, if you don't, they put him on a diet. If you don't go to a diet, then you're pretty much going to die. And he didn't want to go on a diet. So WD, they cut him. And then he started doing independent wrestling and stuff like that. And then people said, like, he let down his family. And then when you think about the Samoan legacy, there's so many great Samoan wrestlers. And this is how he's, he is, is it Afa, Afa and I'm pretty sure Sika. Yeah, Sika, Sika, the, the, yeah. So Afa and Sika are pretty much the wild Samoans, the wild Samoan. And they're like a, it's a wrestling family. So they're all related. The Rock, Rikishi, Rikishi and Yokozuna came up together, Rikishi, uh, the Uso brothers, the, uh, what's my buddy's name, uh, Roman Reigns, they're all like Polynesian, Polynesian wrestlers with this big wrestling tree, so I watched that, that was dope, and I know you guys are probably thinking, like, how the freak is he watching all this stuff and not uh, reviewing One Tree Hill episodes, but I just recently got a Hulu password again, I forgot mine, I forgot it, so I hit the recovery button, so now we got the Hulu, <laughs> the Hulu password, I promise to Moses I'm going to review it uh, this week because it's snowing, so I'll do it. Oh, and the reason why is because after I did that, uh, I watched this Finding Ohana. Ohana means family. Family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. Lilo and Stitch. But it was a movie called Finding Ohana about these pretty much Hawaii, Hawaii. Turns out I was saying Hawaii wrong. It's not Hawaii, it's Hawaii. That's how the natives say it. Uh, shout out to AD, she lives in Hawaii, G-double-O, he came up in Hawaii. A lot of people love Hawaii. Freak, I think I might go to summer for a little bit. I, don't, I haven't thought about it yet. But uh, yeah, watch this. It was cool. It was like a journey to the sun. Acting was bad, really bad. <laughs> really bad, but I get what they're trying to do to promote, you know, more inclusive, you know, having more diverse characters of people, Hawaiian actors and stuff like that. A lot of these people were uh, of... Polynesian descent, which is cool. And uh, this past week of stand-up has been good. Uh, a lot of Zoom shows. You know, a lot of, I did like four Zoom shows back to back to back. It was actually really good because I agreed to do the show. And sometimes when I do shows, I look at, because my, one of my friends, she goes, uh, uh, she logged, oh, I went to the Zoom show and checked you out. I'm like, why would you pay money? You know what I mean? But I do this show and I'm not particularly happy about what, the the pricing is and next you know afterwards because i'm like counting up ticket sales and i'm dividing everything else i'm like wow the next you know they're like well we're gonna uh, boost it up i said well yeah we we definitely should have been boosted this up <laughs> uh did that and then um we're coming back it was t wednesday wednesday we do training day uh and it's freezing it's freaking freezing i'm not gonna lie to you guys it's third i think it's 20 degrees out there 20 degrees in the park and uh me and matthew were just like if it'll push through but we got a lot of people um, this new girl, her name is Samantha Santos, uh, you know, has a nice following on TikTok, but it was her first time ever doing stand-up, and I always support somebody's first time doing it. I can't encourage anybody to do it, 
But if you want to do it, I'll always give somebody a shot, you know, because I got a shot. Somebody gave me a shot when I was young and everything else. And watching her, you know, get through her set, being comfortable and stuff like that, I was like, I'm a proud, proud person, but I try not to linger over anybody as they do that. So that was Wednesday night. Tuesday, uh, another Zoom show called Chirpin' Bird. And then Thursday, Thursday, yeah, Thursday, which was that? Thursday, I went to the tiny cupboard. And it was cl- every freaking show was freaking closed because it was too cold. People were just closing down shows. And then Arrogant Swine, I was on that show. That venue's completely canceled. So what's happening is if you're not out of these places by 10 o'clock, uh, Governor Cuomo has like these little snitches or allegiance, and they're just shutting down events. So what happened is really the snitches are really comedians. A lot of comedians inside this community are not happy with either the booking or anything else, so they're just reporting shows. They're just reporting shows, and if you're not out by 10 o'clock, I guess they went over a minute early, boom, shut it down. They shut down till April. Same thing that happened to me at this ice cream show that I did. So Thursday, I just had to do another Zoom, and then Friday night, I went to Joey Bassett's support my group, Kate Robarts, my dude, Kate Robarts. She's from Texas, Texas gal, and uh, every time we see each other, it's always just good, peace and many blessings, and I remember I hit her up because I didn't know she was like during the pandemic when we were like early getting started. I was like, would you come do our show? She goes, this is the show I first did in this pandemic. I was like, dude, we would love to have you there. So she comes uh, and we did that show. And then I go to her show just to support it. Because I'm going to hit that show, then go to Ronnie's show, Ronnie Lordi's show. And I want to go to the show because my friend Zuby is on the show. And I'm going to get Zuby on the podcast. Zuby has a very unique way. She sees life. She's 31. And we're talking about being up in a family about how sometimes trauma can come from your family and we have these always deep long conversations and it was funny because after the show we went to another show and her ex-boyfriend's at the show and I was like how do you know that's your ex-boyfriend she goes I promise I just dated him I was like when October I was like yeah that's that was not too long ago and he's there with his new girl and she goes oh I'm happy for him but he's like looking over at her and I'm like oh you're dead serious she goes yeah I'm freaking dead serious so it's definitely, she's a Muslim, so it's good seeing her perspective growing up Muslim, and she is from Bangladesh, Bangladesh, and Bengali, excuse me, no, Bangladesh, she's from Bengali, excuse me, um, yeah, I said it right, she's from Bang- Bangladesh, ladies and gentlemen, Bangladesh, and they are called Bengali people, right, and Usama, he's a stand-up comic who recently did uh, America's Got Talent, he broke it down to me about how how it's split and everything else, and I definitely got to get them to speak more about their country because I can't, I'm not going to butcher the information the way they can. But we've always been like really good friends, and it's dope seeing her on stage. So Kate goes, Oh, this next comment doesn't know he's going up there. Give it up for Jared Waters. I'm like, Oh, what the freak? I didn't even know I was, hey, what's up? So I to do that. And I pretty much took the bullet because people were walking through the show and everything else. And uh, that was good. So we go to Ronnie's show, we're talking to Ronnie. Then Saturday, uh, we cancel our show. Um, Astoria Park and we go to make it clap because our friend Kenise Mobley she's recording oh freak I can't even freak I can't explode oh, let me cut that out uh, our friend is recording uh, uh, she's recording something special right recording something special so I wanted to support that and you know support you know the comedy is a comedy scene so we postpone the show and uh, we go there and then after that I have to do three four shows back to back so all through Zoom boom 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 then Sunday, boom, boom, another Zoom show. So it's just like, it's easy stand-up. To do anything, doing online, doing at your house is completely easy. But I'm a, 
I'm a wild animal, so I got to be in the wild. You know, I love being outside. I love, you know, when you're working through Zoom, it's just being inside your house is a lot, you know. So I love being outside. So that was what was going on. Uh, and it was just dope talking to comedians. A lot of one of my comedian friends told me he's going to be in a Super Bowl commercial. So it's it's amazing. And I was talking, well, I was reading this book that said instead of making your year goals, you should make monthly goals. So I've been doing that monthly goals, doing making sure each day I'm co- accomplishing what I want to do, making sure I'm writing enough, making sure that I'm editing and resubmitting pilots and resubmitting this. So I got a lot of feedback about this pilot I submitted. And, you know, some some feedback back and forth about that. But that's it. That's pretty much the freaking week. A lot of babbling, but, you know, it's freaking my podcast. Uh, <laughs> that's not even how I'll laugh. But, like, that's the podcast, One Man, One Tree Hill. Uh, coming up, we got the One Tree Hill episodes. We got a lot of episodes with some of my coworkers. This one's name's Alia Trim. We got one with Zoe uh, Piazank. Uh, we got one with my a lot of some some more Yakotaites. We got them on the podcast coming through. My dude Joe Stroud got on the podcast, so we got a lot of episodes dropping. So we'll be dropping that next Tuesday. There'll be the time capsule Tuesday, and Friday we'll be dropping the One Tree Hill episode. And this this email that I keep reading is asking me to read this book, and I I wrote it's not my book, but it's called Please, Mister Pig. It's a tongue twister. And she goes, would you mind reading it? And she wants to use my voice and put it up there. I was like, F it, we'll do it. Send some books. We'll read them live on the podcast. We got freaking nothing but time. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the podcast, One Man, One Tree in the Hills, a podcast about being alone for your own thoughts. And clearly, I'm alone with my own thoughts in the middle of a snowstorm, in the middle of this freaking cold studio, and I'm dreading walking out in this freaking snow to get back to my home. But you know what? That's the world that we live in. Uh, peace and many blessings. Spread love if you can. And if you can't spread love, go to church. And if you're not Christian, uh, go to the mosque. And if you're not Muslim, um, freak, I don't know. All right. Hey, you're live on the podcast. One man, one tree in a hill. Say what up to the people. This is when I see black excellence, man. It's Dave Chappelle, Michael Che, Lauren Michaels, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, all sitting at the table. I said, yo, Eddie, Mr. Murphy, I, said, I just want to say, man, you the GOAT, man. And you're the coldest nigga that ever walked the face of the earth. You got to break that thing over. She wants it private, but y'all not even together right now. So we haven't spoken about anything but the cat for at two least months. two months. And then I said, and I said, uh-uh, and I'm going to be the next Jamar Neighbors. Yeah. And she was up like, I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. My name is Jerry Waters, and I'll catch you next time. Like, subscribe, rate the podcast. Have a wonderful night, wonderful day, whatever you're listening to. I'll see you soon.